I'm supposed to start now? Whatever. Sometimes I, you start, Hi, sometimes Zim. I start. Hi. <laughs> hey, I'm so glad. You know, it's my last day here at yeah. Mom for the season. It's our last episode. We are performing a live show tonight, which we always do on Fridays. And uh, instead of learning my lines, like I should be doing, uh, I get to see your smiling face. I could be learning my lines and taking a nap. But turns out, you know, you're having a kid. Do you want to hear feedback instead? Would you rather have me talk about like what our listeners are saying about the show? Yes, yes. I'm sorry I'm being obnoxious. This is from Elizabeth and she wrote a letter about the Shay Mitchell episode and she wanted to talk about Lindsay from Milwaukee. And you remember Lindsay, she told her boyfriend how many sexual partners she had. Right, right, right. Yes, I've thought a lot about this one. Yeah. Well, here's what Elizabeth had to say. First of all, I love your podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show, and you brighten my day when I'm driving around cold Wisconsin. I'm writing to give support to Lindsay from Milwaukee. You are not alone in this issue of the number of sexual partners and whether you should divulge that information to your significant other. My current boyfriend and I had this subject come up about three months into our relationship. To be honest, I don't know how it came up, but he offered up his number. Frankly, I was kind of shocked because it was significantly lower than mine, half my number to be exact. For some reason, I felt guilty and did not reveal my number. For the record, he never asked me or made me feel pressure to tell him. I was not planning on telling him until one night we were at dinner and I blurted it out. Yikes. He did get upset, but not at the number. It was the way I told him. He never wanted me to feel pressure to tell him because it was none of his business. He proceeded to tell me that it does not matter either way and he loves me and will always love me. To Lindsay... And all of you sexually free people out there, nothing should make you feel ashamed or guilty about your sexual past. There are social stigmas regarding sexual partners and women in particular get ostracized for being sexually free. Essentially, we must be an experienced virgin. It's a contradiction and it's unfair. Speaking about this on air can dissipate these stigmas and I commend you and applaud you. Use condoms, get tested and stay groovy. You do you, boo-boo, Liz. I love that. Thank you, Liz, so much. That's awesome. And it's true that it, it's odd that it's a part of our dialogue that a woman's identity is tied, ten, you know, I guess both genders is tied into a sexual experience. And Liz brought up a great point that on one hand, the experience can be really attractive to a guy. On the other hand, it's like the idea of, you know, being owned or being the best lover or being having the biggest, you know. Is a lot of experience very attractive to a woman? I remember there were days where the the player mentality, the player was like revered, but there were like pickup books and pickup artists. It was a society and the people, the guys that got the most were seen as most attractive to women, or at least that's what, that's what they claimed. Is that still a thing? I don't know. It's It hasn't been a thing with me, but having said that, when I was younger, the guys I, probably that had experience with, you know, and had partners had that kind of uh, arrogance maybe that I was attracted to. So it's sort of like chicken or egg kind of thing. I don't know. And now Zoe Deutsch. Zoe, your mom directed um, an episode of Mom and she's just so fucking amazing. She's like she's brilliant and 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 she was so her touches she was so thoughtful in terms of her direction with us as actors but also very like gentle and and protective um are you guys really close you don't have to talk too much about this i don't know if she will listen to it she will 100% listen to it and i am 
super, and I'm not just saying this because she's 100% listeners. I'm very close with her, probably too close, a little bit codependent, a lot of bit codependent. Um, I have the utmost respect for the human being that she is and has become. Like she's one of those weird angel people that walks amongst devil people like me. (laughs) Huh? I don't know what just happened. (laughs) Did you guys go through a period where things were tense? Yeah. I mean, like, I guess (laughs) Chelsea's laughing. Tell everyone who Chelsea is for. Dear listeners, Chelsea um, is my dear friend. Well, can I say that? That you're my dear friend? And I don't know if she'll agree. But (laughs) Can I say that Chelsea is my, like, second sister? I grew up with Chelsea. You were there the day I was born. Um, You've lived with me. You've seen me go through everything. Um, And so she laughed when... You asked. Chelsea works on mom with the writers. And I want to say that she's a writer, but she, because she is, but she will be like, oh my. Chelsea, (laughs) uh, come say hi. Hi. I don't think I have a voice for podcasts. I think you're wrong. Behind the scenes doesn't work. You have very beautiful hair. So, how did you guys meet? Well, we um, take us back. So they were our neighbors for the longest time, and my dad super creepily. Uh, we moved in, and my dad super, like saw a baby stroller by the dumpster at this house, and he's like, "I'm gonna knock on their door and see if they have a kid my my daughter's age." And and then Leah Thompson opens the door, and he did not realize this was creepy. Like it was, I saw your trash, and like I think uh, I think our kids might get along, and so. Her older sister, we just hit it off right away. And then Zoe showed up. Using hit it off for like babies is the funniest thing ever. We just, <laughs> we, we grabbed a couple of brewskis and we were just, <laughs> just shooting on the shit. one. <laughs> At three. But it's rare in this town to have like, to have, don't you? Well, maybe in any town to have good friends that still stay friends. I think any town. It's so hard to find I mean, but you're not, I don't even, you're not my friend. You're my sister. I mean. Yeah, we, we get into it. But also her, her family is just huge one. And also just really anyone who comes into their orbit, they just envelop them and bring them into the fold in a really oh, generous God, way. God, that's one of those families I was always so jealous about. Mm-hmm. Like her mom has a bajillion like, brothers and sisters and there's cousins and, you know, and everybody is just there got supporting the Doritos and like the soda and yeah, like but the like, fucking We also have the downside, which is like last night at, a, at my sister's birthday dinner. This is something that's super weird about having one of, one of those families with the Doritos and the lots of niceness is that you can't actually talk because we we cheers all dinner. <laughs> it's like, cheers to Zoe who woke up this morning. Cheers to Maddie who, oh my God, she ate all of her pasta. Like, it's, well, it's also this funny like eco thing where it's you cheers to the actual occasion. Like, it's Maddie's birthday. Happy birthday, Maddie. But then you don't want to leave anyone out. And Zoe did this today. Cheers. And Pam so... is here. Cheers. And and Leah like did a, took a hike this morning. Good job. I'm not even like, kidding. So the constant. whole dinner is just, and also no one drinks too. So that's what's even funnier. It's just all everybody just like 15 sparkling um, bottles of water deep. We're like, cheers to Tuesday. <laughs> that's so, that. like what an incredibly like loving environment though. That it's created like it. a totally cynical, <laughs> jaded. <laughs> no, but what, like in a, in a town when you're getting rejected all the time, that is, it's so nice to have, I would, you know, to have support. I mean, my, my parents are... They're very much the same way, um, except there's 
you know, there is the numbing quality in the drinks. Um, <laughs> but, but, but they'll, you know, they're constant. They're, they are so supportive, absurdly. So they'll say things like, you are the best actress of your generation. <laughs> I'm like, let's please never, ever repeat that again. Mom and dad, just write it in a note, put it under my pillow but you cannot say that out loud. <laughs> but no, but it's it's that's it's it's amazing to have support. Well, you're very funny and and Thank your you. child is lucky to have you as a mother because I find humor to be the best thing ever and that's really what when I can grasp onto the thing for my parents what they've instilled in me specifically what you were saying with so much rejection in this business and life in general and how weird the world can be the like one thing that I know is good and can get me through it is humor and being funny and so okay so wait hey Sim yeah. will you turn down that light it's kind of making me a little crazy oh, oh you, you think you're that better oh, oh. Chelsea, are you leaving oh all right, you're just we'll gonna take your rice and leave give like a warm uh, uh, goodbye to our dear listeners Bye. You don't have one embarrassing story? <laughs> come you, on. Come on. Say story, embarrass me. Story. You can say. What about like when I snuck out for the rave when I was 12 or something? Well, that was why I laughed the 10th time when Zoe was just. No, oh. just Wait, did you guys sneak out together? No. no, she was young. I, you know, I was way too cool for her. But Zoe was always like, she was always just sneaking out and going to these things that were way out of her depth, but handling it somehow. But there was a, there was a period of time where we were like, I want to hear Zoe's going to be days. like a crazy club girl. Like, what is she going to do with her life? And then she just got out of it. And now is this amazing actor, businesswoman, lady. There oh, was yeah. a patch. There was a period oh, of like. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> but my, you know, my favorite thing, though, is like. <laughs> she, she, Zoe would, you know, she's very opinionated, very big. Always have called her a force of nature, like since she was little. Lots of tantrums. But, um. She you know, you get mad at that. You know, you ask your parent, her parents, like, you know, what was the deal with disciplining her? And Leah always says, you know, we kept her safe, but I didn't want to destroy her spirit. So we let her be and grow and experience and, and just blah, and be bigger so that she could carry, carry that. Because I think a lot of parents discipline their kids in a way that, like, makes them shy or afraid. And, and that fine balance of sort of do let them go on I mean I told my to parents, let them rave or not to let them rave my parents didn't know I raved <laughs> but <laughs> I remember I was like I'm gonna move to Los Angeles and they were like okay bye truly and they're incredibly protective whatever but um but but there is like that wonderful combination I feel very fortunate that you know the combination of such support and and also, I'm so glad they were very naive, though, because if they had known what the fuck I was doing, I mean, I would come home so stoned all the time. One time I came home and my shirt was on inside out, and my mom had no idea. And anyway, thank God. They never suspected it at all? No, but she did find a little pipe in my oh, no. jean jacket Yeah, so then one she time. knew. Bye, Chelsea. Thank Bye, you. Chelsea. I love you. She um, totally knew then. She just yeah. didn't want to say anything. She didn't no, want to no, embarrass no. Oh, you. she was furious. Oh, she, she was, was like, I found your weed pipe. And oh, no. I said, Mom, it's my roommate's. 
it's totally my roommates. And I just, I had to put it in there because I knew that during Christmas break, they were going to go through our dorm room and like search things. And this is actually true. It was her pipe. And for some reason, my mom, after her initial moment of fury, wasn't all that angry. She was much more angry when she found out that I was having sex. But we can get into that later. I just experienced, uh, I was a part of a crazy conversation between my grandmother and my father in which my grandma was talking about moving my dad out of um, his dorm room, which is already like, okay, he can do that himself. Um, but my grandma was like, you know, Howie, I never asked you, what was that drawer? <clears throat> what was that drawer? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> full of oregano. Why did you have all that oregano? <laughs> and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, no, I'm not listening to this. Like, 4,000 years later, like, there's no way you guys have spent this much time and never discussed this. And my dad was like, what drawer of oregano? Oh, my, oh God. <laughs> this is your your dad's mom? Mm-hmm. Who's, like, a full, like, stereotypical Long Island, like... So she totally knew what she was doing. No, she had no idea. She, I swear, she really genuinely thought, she thought my dad had a drawer of herbs, who and he was not a man who cooked, so... I, of course, was like, Grandma, it's weed. <laughs> my dad was still like, what you, don't tell me, stop. And I was like, you're <laughs> ancient, dad. It's okay now. Like, you're fine. It's all good. You can, it's all okay. That's your limitations. Okay, so we, so um, here are a few things that we have to ask you, if, if that's okay. Ask me. Are you sure? Anything. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so imagine that you're single. If. You are, you can talk, whatever you want to do. I try to like give our guests like, you know, a sense of protection, even though everybody really wants to know shit. Is this Deal Breaker's first date? Uh, yeah. I listen. I listen I to the you. podcast. I, I do. I'm like a fan. Well, it does. It's not always, it's not always first date, but it is somebody relatively new in your life, depending. Okay. Okay. He doesn't wear underwear ever. Not a deal breaker. Why? I find it to be a very confident lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if he's not great at doing his doing laundry? Not a deal breaker if he does dishes. Okay. I can't look at dried ketchup. I won't look at it. I can't. Dishes freak me out. Hot, warm laundry, I can handle. Okay, so... He does the dishes, you do the laundry. But wait, what about, do you have a thing against ketchup though too? No, I, I have a huge love of ketchup, but once it dries on a plate, don't you dare put it near me. <laughs> what about mustard? Mustard, dried it mustard isn't as fucked up. You're right, you're right. I'm right it about is. this. <laughs> you're totally right. Okay, he asks if he can call you Jill during sex. Jill with a J or a G. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Really, depends. Well... You know, here's my answer. The reason is, if it's specific to J or G, that means it's a human being. And I'm, then that's a deal breaker. It's yeah. not a deal breaker if it's any Jill. Doesn't matter how you spell it. My backstory was that uh, he went to Catalina with a Jill and your breasts remind him of the landscape. <laughs> <sighs> I want to say deal breaker, but I just don't know. I don't know who I'm going to be next year, tomorrow, yesterday. I think you're being really generous with this dude. <laughs> he's a fucking dick. I don't know. I can already tell he's an actor and I don't date actors. You Ooh. don't. This That's is also a lie. This is a good, 
<laughs> Good thread to pull, though. Wait, why don't you date actors? It's a lie, but I would like to not. Um, okay, wait. If they're tell Canadian, me the, tell maybe. me the pros and the cons of actors because I have a lot of opinions on this. I want to hear all of your opinions on this. I want to hear yours first. Look, there's a lot of hullabaloo about female actresses and being competitive and um, yada, yada, yada. I've never experienced it. I have wonderful relationships with female actresses. My mother is an, a female actress and she's, I've never, you know, I, I don't have that sort of um, idea Yeah. to that. You're like, where are you getting to? Zoe? I no, have no, had no. really bad experiences, truly bad experiences with male co-stars. So I think maybe there's a little bit of like PTSD from just not one, not two, not three, not four, but five, maybe six, just manipulative, bad male act. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I totally agree with you, by the way. But go on. I no, I want to, oh. no, you, well, I think that there is a perception that actresses, which I, I hesitate to use that word because I haven't fully figured out how I feel about actor versus actress, but. I like to say actor. Yeah, yeah, me too, but I have a whole counter argument, oh, whatever, we can talk about that later. A lot of my experiences with my co-actors, it's taken me by surprise how um, vain and narcissistic people can be and and some of the men in particular it's just taking me by surprise it, whereas, you don't need to do 10 push-ups before oh you my have, god oh my god have you don't with like the same four people i bet we have we must have i'm just so confused i'm just okay i want to be open-minded let's go back to the thing we we're talking about with playback i want to i genuinely want to be the actor and scene partner that is open to whatever process and thing you need in order to get to the place that you need to get to but I just don't understand 10 push-ups well and that's it's to get him psyched up maybe for the scene to kind of get the blood flowing isn't that I mean I heard Tom Cruise does that by the way but I heard he's nice so he doesn't count <laughs> I heard he's really great I I actually am a huge fan me I too. Am too. Heard it here I first. He's the, the one who doesn't yeah. count. Even if he started it. Okay, he, he doesn't count. count. He's exempt. <laughs> but 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 I think that like being a little more vain or a little less, um, especially if they're playing like a hyper, like not necessarily masculine, but but like a, a character that you sort of admire on the page, and um, and then sort of in real life they kind of let you down by being rude to other people or or being particularly vain or not coming out of their trailer or whatever it's um you know it's just it's a it's a little bit of a disappointment but well the thing with actors though too and people in our industry it's like on one hand on the positive side you have somebody who understands your schedule how you have to prioritize the career if you want to get a job and um and the pressures that come with it and loving sort of a creative, you know, bounce card. Um, you can talk about character, whatever. But then the other side is, um, I guess, how fucking 
insane most of us are, mm-hmm. I suppose, in the entertainment industry. Yeah. yeah, confirmed. And I don't know if like in in a sense of competitiveness with one another, I don't know. I also this is I mean, I'm I'm still learning about what I want and need in a relationship and I was with someone for six years um which is really weird because I was like four years old (laughs) but one thing that I've genuinely discovered is that I just have to be very upfront right away saying like work is number one comes first number one like maybe if I ever have kids down the line that's a different conversation but work comes number one and usually that weeds out the um, narcissistic guys the actors <laughs> because they're just like um wait a minute we don't understand what is that about why y'all change you and i'm like okay so i think we should just stand here now um uh, he's waiting for marriage to have sex go away deal breaker <laughs> oh we finally got a deal breaker deal breaker <laughs> i want okay, to do like why? a serious Whoa. i mean why would it be a deal breaker for you because you need to have sex. I mean, for me, it would be, I would totally internalize it. I would, mm, I would feel like, uh, oh, maybe he's not attracted to me. Maybe, um, like, like my head would, in my narcissistic insecurity would spin out. Like, why does, does he not like my body? You know, like I, that's where my head would go. Mine would just be like, that's really crazy. And I think we have different ideas about the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I mean, and this may be me being closed minded and I probably shouldn't say this, but I have a very difficult time understanding committing a life to someone without knowing if you you're sexually compatible, enjoy their, <laughs> their bodies, <laughs> question mark, <laughs> one of the most articulate moments of my life. No, I, yes. I, I, and I want to feel lusted after. I want somebody to be like, ah, oh, I can't wait, you know? Yeah. Um, that's, but yeah. Okay. So on a third That being date, said, I'm waiting for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see your virginity ring right there. Yep. And my chastity belt. Yeah, that's right. Right there too. I oh, like to wear it outside it my jeans. Thank you. Yeah. Is that difficult to take off when you pee all the time? No, I have a special sort of contraption down there. Good. A little key or something. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> it's right on your neck. It's, it's a little trick. I snuck that on you outside. <laughs> okay. On a third date, he comes over to your place. When you go to the bathroom, you notice him, he, you notice him uh, straightening up your living room. Totally fine with that. I need like a, moving around all your shit. That's totally fine. Really? That's 100% fine. I need someone to do that for me. Would you question it? Okay. Is it a couch? Is it quarters? It's all of it. He's moving around your couch, your lamp, you know, your TV, your armchair. I don't think it's a deal breaker. You're great. (laughs) I want to be in a relationship with you. Did we just start dating? I gave you my chastity belt key. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's commit. Um, we, if you pushed back, our answer, our like sort of the character that we had created in our brain was going to be um, our collective brain <laughs> um, was that he said, I think it looks better my way. I'm a marine biologist and I like living spaces to feel like an aquarium. Then that's, he's got to go. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> but only because he's a marine biologist and I'm threatened by people that are smarter than me. What? What? No. What are you talking about? Who said that? I didn't. No, no, no. Chelsea? Was that you? Here's the thing. 
thinks he's a marine biologist. <laughs> oh, that's fine. He's crazy? Okay, yeah. we're good. <laughs> he's one of those people that is like says his profession before he actually has it. Yeah, he's out of his mind. We're good. We're going to commit to that, man. <laughs> Can I do this real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What are we doing? Because uh, actually, Chelsea helped with this. Oh, gosh. We're going to play a game, a quick game. It's called Zoe 101. So I'm going to read three so-called facts about Zoe, but one is actually fake. Anna, you have to guess which one is fake, okay? Okay. So. Do I get to guess too? No. Well, you know which one's fake. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which of these three is fake? Zoe's godfather is Richard Simmons. Zoe once got an esophageal thermal burn from eating a lasagna TV dinner that was too hot. And Zoe has a phobia of people touching their eyelashes. Uh... I'm going to go with number three. Number three is Zoe has a phobia of people touching their eyelashes. Do you think that is fake? Or no, fuck. Oh, you want to change? I'll give you a chance to change if you want to change it. I guess I got to go with number one. You think number one is fake. So you don't think that Zoe's godfather is Richard Simmons. Your sure final answer? Esophical burn with lasagna. I feel like you may... That's a good tongue move. Fuck. I'm picking my nose with my tongue. Okay, then I got to go with number two. If she had an esophageal burn, her tongue would not be that. So now, just to clarify, you've guessed all of them. <laughs> Which one is fake? Okay, I, I, oh, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with number one. Zoe, which one is fake? <sighs> number one. Number nice one job. is fake? Yep. Oh, oh. <laughs> and it's an esophageal thermal burn caused by microwavable heated food bolus. <clears throat> and it's very common and can be detrimental. Something look, that looks so fragile and beautiful can actually be very dangerous. Like a microwave? No, like I made the lasagna and then oh. I heated it up the oh. next day and it was so hot and I was so excited and it opened and expanded Fuck. in my throat. I'm sorry. It seared me. Fucking microwaves. I'm sorry. Thank you. Glad we could be here and talk about I'm, it. I'm trying to celebrate my win and be empathetic at the Well, you're same not done. Time. We're not done yet. Okay. There's two more. All right. You know, you can't celebrate yet. All right. Which one is fake? Zoe has a Ukrainian alter ego. Zoe pierced her nipples herself to get into character for her movie Flower, which is currently in theaters. Or Zoe once accidentally watched the home video of her own birth. Which one is fake? I mean, I feel like I'd be a fool if I didn't go with number two with the nipples. Zoe? <laughs> I did not pierce my nipples. You're right. You're That's right, Anna. <laughs> we could do it today, though. Okay. After that, that I'll good. help you. Got that would be ice. good press. Got a little needle. It'd be good press for the film. You're doing great, Anna. <laughs> Two for two. One more left. Thanks, Sim. You're doing great. I I'm always lose you always these always. fucking... Yeah. Well, there's no gonna... winner or loser in this one, but you're two for two, which is great. Here we go. Zoe has never met her therapist in person. Growing up, Zoe thought that the people on TV lived in the TV and would turn it off after 15 minutes to give them a break. Or three, Zoe is a licensed hypnotherapist. Which one is fake? It's tough, I know. Your, your mom's an actress. So I would think that you would realize I got I got to go with two. You think two is fake? So she. I, th- no, I think she did it. It's wrong. It's three. <laughs> 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 you are not. I'm not uh, giving you another chance to win <laughs> because because I feel like you've been hypnotizing me. Like and you're by the way, dear listeners, 
Zoe's face has been steady and calm, and I keep looking for clues, and she has not revealed anything. So I guess it's number three. You are not a licensed hypnotherapist. That's correct. Although, you know, I could give you a license today as the licensor of <laughs> hypnotherapy. I mean, does there is there any like qualifications you have to get to like like just license people? Here you go. I'll... I would actually really be interested in doing trying it. I just don't. I feel like I'm too cynical. I don't know if I could give myself up. I feel like the whole time I would be like, I think I'm supposed to be feeling this or doing this. I was raised in a, in a very like loving but cynical family. So I don't know if I, it's hard for me to um, give myself up in, in, in that way. I get that. And especially if there's an audience, like feeling pressured to be like, oh God, I think I should be doing this. And I don't know. What do you think, Sim? Like, Would you be willing to get hypnotized by... I, Us two current right now. <laughs> I'm actually, I think I would be a pretty good candidate for hypnotherapy. Why? I think I could focus when being asked to focus. Huh. I, I don't really focus normally, but I think that if I was asked to focus on a specific thing, I can do it. That's a really interesting observation about yourself. Have you had a moment when you're like, oh my God, this is life changing. Like you went to, you know, church camp or something. It was like, oh my God, this is like, I'm now completely believing in something that you never. I have. Well, I have to pee. So, okay. Can I say something really quickly? I I forgot to do this, but I love listening to podcasts and I love listening to your podcast, but I, and I've done a couple of podcasts before, but I'm bad at them. But I was thinking, in, you know, for there's a way that I could not be bad at them, and I forgot to do it at what? the very beginning of the podcast. I say something like that, like I'll tell you something at the very end that you're not going to want to miss. Okay, you know what? You know what we'll do? We'll do it oh, now, like the teaser? and I'll edit it back. Okay, so let's do the teaser now. Go no, ahead. I have to pee. Zoe, <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So wait, you love podcasts, and you're going to reveal something to huge, us. Huge. But you, you know what? What? I kind of want to wait a second. I want to warm up. I'm going to tell you at the end, okay? Is that okay? I guess we'll have to yeah, wait till the end guess, of the show. I mean, you're yeah. the guest. Yeah, so, so I guess you're just going to have to wait. Right. Trust me. It's worth it. I think. <laughs> you guys ready? Oh, born ready. All right, born so go ready. ahead go ahead and dial now. So we are going to call Lisa first, and Lisa is in Philly, and she's 25. Let's put the volume down a little bit. Are we ourselves? Okay. Let me just talk to her about any... How, where'd you get her number? Oh, no, she actually wrote in first. She needs our advice, so... Hello? Hey, Lisa. It's Sim. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. I'm... I'm in a bar. Let me leave. Here I Hi, am. Hi, Lisa. I love you. Hi. Oh, my God. Anna. All right, Anna, why don't you introduce our special guest? We have the most brilliant and amazing and beautiful Zoe Deutsch here. Hi, Lisa. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Hi. Lisa, I've been waiting to talk to you for a long time. <laughs> All right. Well, Lisa has been going through a bit of a breakup, and she needs our help. So why don't you tell us what's going on? Okay. So me and my boyfriend have been dating for three years and we met in college and we're great together. Absolutely adore him. But um, last week he said, I think we should break up. And his reasoning was he's 
80% sure that we should be together forever, but part of him is not convinced and not really sure what to do. And so I, I wasn't sure if it was the stress of school because he's in grad school right now and just under so much stress or if it is because we truly are incompatible. And, and so what do I do if he messages me later or within the week or something saying, I made a mistake. I want you back. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Have you ever broken up or taken a break before? No, never. And that's not something that either of us have done in the past too with anyone else. My initial instinct is that it's always good to give someone a second chance, but probably not a third mm-hmm. or a fourth. But that's my first reaction. Uh, okay, so we you do live together, right? Yes, we do. Yeah, so that makes it even more difficult because as soon as we broke up, it wasn't just having to deal with my heart <sighs> being shattered into a million pieces, but also being like, fuck, I need to find a new place to live. Ugh, Lisa, um, I'm so sorry. It is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Um, but he seems like he's he wants to get back together now since I, I talked with Sim. But I don't know. You know oh. I don't know. I'm scared. Uh, well, you, you did scared tell me on the phone. Yes. You did tell me on the phone that you have a feeling that he's going to text you back and you have a feeling that he's going to want you back, but you're unsure of how to respond or I think it also depends on how he reaches out to you. If he texts you, then I personally, maybe I'm being inflammatory, but it's like, that's like a, you guys have a really deep connection. You live together. You've been together. You've shared your lives together. If it's a text, I'd be like, what? But if it's a call or if oh, it's yeah. in person, oh God, if it, no. you know, I think <laughs> how it's done is so important. Well, I, I, maybe it seems obvious. Lisa, what does your gut, does your gut tell you that there may be somebody else? No, I'm surprised because usually when I listen to your podcast, I'm like, oh my God, he's cheating. He's such a cheater. But no, I, and I even talked with some of my roommates who are in the same program as him. And they're like, no, like he studies all day. There's no way, you know, we're with him 24 seven. I really don't think so because if he's not home studying, he's with them under their watchful eye. So I don't think so. If you were to name like, three or four qualities that that you really love about him or you miss about him, like what would those be, do you think? He is very respectful, very intelligent, but also super goofy. And he's just, he's just amazing. And I know it's so cliche, but he really seems so great for me. And we're, we're kind of like male and female versions of each other. So that's what makes it so hard. I just never trusted guys who were in who were indecisive about whether or not they want to be with their significant other. I really, right. I, I really know. hate when guys are indecisive like that. And what, what did you, you wrote something about eighty percent? He said, "I'm eighty percent sure that we're compatible, but there's a little voice in my head that is saying things aren't right." That's a text message that he sent her, and. I don't like the way he wrote that at all. That 80% thing is really messed up. That feels like the type of thing where when things are going well, it's like running away from a good thing, which I have a hard time with. Look, guys are idiots. They make these mistakes all the time. He will regret this. And like you said, he's going to try and get you back. But the question is, do you see this happening again? Do you see this as a trend? Do you think he's mature enough to be in a committed relationship, something that you want? Does he see a future? Do you see a future with him? 
These are all questions that you need to ask uh, for long term as opposed to because it'll be because right now you yes, you feel awful. He shattered your heart. And, you know, the immediate gratification of him coming back or wanting you back is great. Everyone loves that. Mm -hmm. But is that going to make you whole long term? Right. And I've been in serious relationships before. And when we've broken up or I've broken up with them, I've said, okay, I'm devastated, of course, but I understand why this happened. And I had always thought like, okay, they were great, but I wish he was goofier or I wish he was this. But with this guy, there is nothing that I would change. And, you know, all the little quirks that usually get annoying over time, I've just learned to love and to deal with. And that's just, I've just accepted him as a whole person. And I, I just feel so good with him. And I know, you know, if he asked me back, my gut would be like, yes, of course. But I don't know if I'm being stupid. You know, I'm scared of getting hurt again. But what if he does say, you know, yeah, it really was a stress of school. I'm scared about my future because he's graduating in a year. And I don't know. Is that a legitimate excuse? I just don't like those excuses for men when they say stresses of school or because if they truly wanted to make it work, people make it work. People go to school right. and, and, are, and are in loving relationships and it turns into marriage. It happens all the time. So the stress of school is is not a great excuse in my opinion. But I also would, okay. one thing I, I try to remind myself of because um, we're almost the same age. I'm, I'm, I'm two years younger than you. But um, one thing I try to remind myself of is to not worry about things that haven't happened yet. Um, mm-hmm. because I'm I'm the most, like, I'm always <laughs> like, freaking out about oh everything, God, yeah. <laughs> right? Like it's impossible not to, um, at first. So it feels like that. So that's my first thing that pops in my head. And the other thing I got back together with someone who really broke my heart and I gave him a second chance. Um, and we ended up staying together for another five years. And I was really, I, I, the, the gratitude and the, like the massive amounts of love that were, um, met with forgiveness was so rewarding um so I guess I'm always I always like try to advocate for like second chances can be great and that's also permission to someone even though you're a stranger like permission from like a, a stranger me being like it's not you're not bad for wanting to get back together with him just because he hurt you like especially in the circumstances in which you're talking about at least that's my perspective I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I think that's so mature of you, Zoe. I am the personality type where I would totally get back together with somebody that I was in love with that hurt me, but I would, um, but it would be like that, the scar, 
that I wouldn't acknowledge right. for a while. And it would like, it would be like Factor. my pain. Yeah. Like, like, um, I just keep eating at you. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Like not being able to forget feeling that sense of rejection or feeling that sense of uncertainty or it's like, is this person going to leave me again? And, um, I remember when right. my, my high school boyfriend who I went to college for, <laughs> <laughs> oh god um he, mm-hmm. he broke up with me you know my second week at school and um and then like a few months later when he wanted me back I was like so thrilled I ran from my dorm right to his fraternity which felt like two miles away but was probably only a few blocks but I <laughs> ran into his arms and we made sweet love on his bunk bed <laughs> oh damn! Well, exact memory. <laughs> but then I remember waking up the next day feeling like, "Oh my god, do I, do I, am I really in love with this person?" Like I, f- I felt like I'd spent three, four months being so confused and devastated why he broke up with me, and then feeling kind of embarrassed that I just so willingly ran right back to him without a grand romantic gesture on his end. Um, it was a phone call back when we used those things. Um, and, and I was just like, I'll be right there. Like he didn't even, yeah. Uh No, no, no. I mean, but I say this because at the time I remember that feeling of being overwhelmed with joy that he wanted me back. And then sort of realizing though, that the scarring of the initial, breakup felt pretty deep and and sort of how I um how I had become obsessed with the idea of him liking me and wanting Mm. me back overwhelmed my love for him essentially like I realized like oh I actually am not sure I like you all that much right interesting um right it's a narcissist no no no, it's really interesting I think but what also what that that poses the question which you can't be answered again because it hasn't happened. But it's like, if it comes to that place, do you feel like you actually can move forward and not resent? And that's why it is about the ways in which it, it, it goes forward. Is it going to be a text message? Is it going to be an actual, real, in-person apology that means something that heals you, that isn't bullshit? I mean, it's sort of... Very good like, point. It's the delivery. Again, how is he going to deliver that message? And mm-hmm. you really need to just pay attention to how he does that because that is telling of everything. You need to you need to know for sure that if you do give him a second chance, that it's going to that it's going to be different this time. Do your friends think right. that you guys should be together? Absolutely, yeah. Everyone that found out is like totally shocked, and they're like, "Oh my god!" You know, if you can't make it, no one can. This is ridiculous, and like our families love each other and. Can, oh my can God, I, don't, do you kind of hate that when people say do you hate when do you have any sort of undertone of hating when people say that when you're like wait a minute what <laughs> or no are you like that <laughs> feels like a lot of pressure I've, I've been in relationships where my family you know likes the person or they don't like the person but they just you know really love him and so that was I mean that just makes me feel better too I mean I was always sure about him but you- having your family there too and your friends makes you feel better so I guess like my my biggest worry right now too is is the risk of me taking him back worth the reward of being with him. And obviously in my brain right now, of course I'm like, yes, it's so worth it, but I might be being stupid. 
That's so mature that you are even questioning yeah. the, that idea. You are so much more advanced than I am. But I do wonder, are you at like a more successful place in your life than he is? Um, I mean, not really, not really. I mean, I have my, my job, but I just started. We're both really fresh and I feel like we're both at about the same point. Can you tell me about his friends, his buddies, his guy friends? Are they single? Good question. Really good question. No, everyone in this program and literally everyone except for my roommate and this other person that who are hooking up are in a committed relationship. Okay. So he's not thinking that he needs to go and date around before he commits, right? I don't think so. And, and all his friends really love me and I can tell we all get along and, and he also, you know, had fun in college and he, I feel like he got it out of his system. I was with other people. We got out of our system and we are ready for something committed, but I mean, I don't know. Obviously I don't know everything that's going on inside his head. But wait, so when he texted you about um, saying that things, there's a little voice in his head that things aren't quite right. Did you press him on that at all? And I'm not saying that you should have at all. Well, he he actually said that to my face, like we were having a conversation. Um, Well, I just, what I said to him, and I know I'm biased, obviously, I just said, you know, no one's ever sure. No one's ever 100% sure, Hmm. but you just have to weigh, you know, do you have mostly positive experiences with this person? Does this person enrich your life? Do you feel like you need them in your life? You know, you can't, you're never 100% sure about something. So I get it if you're confused as to where your life's going right now or. Lisa, I need to call you for advice. You are so smart and amazing. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. Oh. She's asking all the right yeah, questions. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> she I'm is. Calling in. <laughs> but, but, but I, I just, I think that, oh man, this is, I, I think that he, if if you do want him to be a part of your life in the future and if he does come back to you and and he says I want to be with you forever I I I I'm so lucky I I you know I can't believe I found whatever whatever the the things are I think that you know you should be frank with him of course and say this was devastating it was so devastating that I'm not sure I I I feel secure at all so how would how how can you help make me feel secure i felt you know tell him that you called this fucking insane actress <laughs> her buddies <laughs> because but you but listen to your podcast before actually <laughs> oh thanks well i think but but I, my instinct without knowing anything is that I don't know if anybody who says that to you is a right fit. And by the way, it's my instinct as well. But I, I here's how I think it's going to play out. If I'm how? just going to, if I had a crystal yeah. ball, it's and not my instinct. I know, but I, my instinct Go is going to be is I think he's going to, I think he's going to ask to come back. You're going to accept him back. But I also think what going back to what Anna said, you're always going to have this little thing in the back of your mind, and I don't know if you're ever going to fully it feel secure. Away, it chips away at your heart. It's like it's like right. the little things that just slowly chip away at your heart. And yeah. and um, I told a friend of mine who was going through 
like this sort of incredibly slow four-year breakup that everyone in her life could see happening. And I, I kept I kept telling her, I was like, and I'm proud of myself for this analogy, as you can tell. <laughs> but I was like, your heart is a pearl. And it's just, it's like that little grain of sand in an oyster. And it's coating and coating and coating and coating itself. Everyone in your life is going to have a strong opinion, whether it's pro or con. What, what matters is, you know, how you feel, your personal level of happiness. And it's tough to, in the face of rejection, it's tough to separate the idea of how much do I love this person and how much do they value me as opposed to, like, the idea of just, like, when I've been rejected for, you know, roles in in projects and I'm suddenly, I suddenly feel like, man, I really wanted that. When, you know, driving to the audition, I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. No, that makes total sense. Most of the time, I feel like I'm a rational person, but of course, when you bring your heart into the mix, you're like, no, like miracles happen. But the, you know? what I don't understand is how, if you guys have been together for three years and you're living together, how he he's not giving you more of an explanation. Of It's a weak explanation. He doesn't know. He even said himself, he's like, I'm not sure. I just like something doesn't feel right. And I don't know. And it, yeah, it hurt me. Because obviously the the easy answer would be, I'm cheating on you or like, I don't know, you're fat, <laughs> you know, something like that. But when you don't have an answer, it makes you crazy, makes you hurt more. I think the only thing you can latch on to and what you can control is how you feel and how you react because you certainly can't control how he feels or how he reacts. So I guess sometimes there's some semblance of like, hope and kind of like happiness for me when I think of that because I can latch on to at least something that I'm like okay I can and what you said is that you love him and you love your relationship and that's all you know or you can you can count on and that's that and if it moves forward amazing and if it doesn't you're fine fuck when, him when that guy <laughs> my high school slash sort of college boyfriend left me I knew his class schedule and this is before cell phones so I had a pager and <laughs> I, I was paging him and he wouldn't call me back and three days had passed and I couldn't believe it it was like I mean we had we, we were together all the time and I didn't know what was going on and I weirdly like went to his fraternity house late at night a few times anyway but I, and I knew his class schedule so I would purposely walk past whatever hall and you know I I bumped into him on on day three and I was like what, what's going on and he said oh yeah I've been meaning to tell you that I want to see other girls it was just one of those things where, where, where it was like there's no explanation like we're not like the, this is the end yeah, of the conversation um, well but clearly if you guys live together and you've been together for three years you deserve a lot more of an explanation more of a conversation but I would say at this point protect yourself and and be selfish and and I wouldn't look for it I would if he comes to you and says you know I've lost the best thing that's ever happened to me I'm so sorry I ever put you in pain or you know uh, hurt you 
what can I possibly do to make it up to you? That's that's one thing, but um, but I th- I think unfortunately you may just have some sleepless nights. But you're at a bar having fun with your friends right now. You're talking. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like, you're doing She's all right. Fine. She actually is going to be fine. She's. Yeah. Re- you're really smart. You're incredibly yes. mature. You have. A, I mean, I I'm not worried about her at all. Yeah. I know I will be. I, just, I know, but I don't know if I. I don't like him. I, I'm sorry. I bet he is a great guy, but well, you don't like him right now because you know he. You like Lisa. Lisa's our friend. Yeah, of course, but I don't like anyone who plants that. That like. Is that seed of doubt of like I hate 80, that too. 80% sure? Like I hate that 80% line. I, I get it. Oh, All right. well, God, I'm sorry. Happy, I, we probably have not helped you at all. Lisa, did we help you at all? <laughs> no, honestly, I think you definitely have because it's, it's really good to get a lot of different perspectives. And, you know, whichever way I go, at least I know, you know, if something could go wrong, this is what's going to happen. I just have to pick, okay, do I want to be hurt now or later? <laughs> And that's okay because I know I'll be okay in the end. Life is fucking short. You've got the whole world out there. Go like fuck around and meet some dude who is like, I fucking worship everything that you do. And, you know, I, I don't know. That's, yeah, they're out there. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I believe you. Go to Europe. I believe you. <laughs> Lisa, thank you so much. Hey, I love you, Lisa. Thank Lisa, you so you're much. Amazing and so wise. Thank you for having me. Oh my god, I love you guys too. Oh my gosh, I want to say that I just picked up your book. I'm so excited to read it, but I'm a teacher, so I have no free time. So I'm going to have to read it in the summer. Oh, I, can't wait. I love and, you. And congrats, Sam and Amy. Oh my god, you guys are so beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Lisa, if you send me your book too, or maybe I'll send you one that I could sign or something. Yeah, we'll send you a signed book. Oh my God, please. I would love that. <laughs> Let him work for you. <laughs> I love you, Lisa. Yes. I love you guys too. And thank you so much for giving all the great input, Zoe. Oh my God, of course. That's so interesting. So Bye. you So you got back together and you ended up having like a good five years. With I, I mean, of course, it was like fraught with trials and tribulations of certain things, but um, as all relationships are, but I didn't regret it for a second. I thought it was, I think that when, I mean, I found it at least in my life when I've been truly forgiven by someone really quickly, I think before we do this call, can I on a podcast call and reschedule my waxing appointment because I'm just about to mix it, miss it. Can we put on speaker so we can hear you reschedule it? Sure. And and when you actually talk. Yeah. Perfect. Hi guys. (laughs) Will you say um, that I'm going to do it for you? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say it. I'll say hi. No, wait. Sure, no problem. Um, are you, is it bikini wax, armpit wax, vagina? Do you get like your um, other regions? Do you? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Are you talking butt? <laughs> what are you talking? What regions? <laughs> you know the yeah. You know the regions. <laughs> Sometimes the top of my big toe. Oh my god, I get it. It's such a weird place I to don't grow have hair. A lot of hair on my head, but oddly, hair in other parts. Hey, I'm calling you guys out. What is happening? <laughs> I've been on hold for 46 seconds and I'm like busy. But I'm really enjoying the conversation about butt waxing. I didn't even know that was a thing. You get your butt waxed too? <laughs> Thank you for holding. How can I help you? 
Hi. Um, do you ever listen to... Oh, well, this is Zoe Deutsch. I have an appointment at 6.15. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to reschedule. Do you ever listen to Unqualified, the podcast? With Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. I'm sorry? <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Okay. Anyway, Zoe has to reschedule. I mean, I'm Zoe. I have to reschedule my waxing. It's at 6:15. I'm so sorry. When do you want to reschedule it to? <sighs> what do you think, Anna? Are we gonna do it here? Um, I'll call back. I'll seven. F- seven. Do you guys have anything open at seven? Um, I have 6:45 or 7:30. No, I'll say 7:30. For Zoe. Yep. Who all right, Mr. I got you all moved you under 7.30, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Wait, who <laughs> are you getting waxed for? You and our sweet, sweet um, vacation this weekend. Mm, this is juicy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I know when a girl needs to get waxed urgently. I uh, told you I'm saving myself for marriage. Uh, 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 <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be here right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> All right, we're going to call Jenny. Oh, sorry. We're going to call Jenna. Jenna is in Houston. <laughs> and she's 23. That was, uh, you're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> you're my most favorite person ever. I just. Hello. Hey, Jenna. It's Sim. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Anna. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Anna. Hey, thank you for doing this. And I'm here with Zoe Deutsch. Hi. And she's fucking amazing. Hi, Hi, Jenna. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? We're good. We're really excited to talk to you. And I feel my mouth I'm getting excited to talk to dry. You too. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this, for, for being a part of this fucking weird experiment. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jenna. Oh, my God, of course. <laughs> your email to us says, flaky friend, but only friend. What does that mean? Tell us what's going on. Um... So about a year and a half ago, I moved from the town where I grew up um, in Wisconsin down to Houston, Texas um, with my husband. And since I've lived here, um, I I work in a kind of isolated job. Um, I don't work with a lot of other people. So my only real friends here in in Houston are my husband's family. (laughs) Um. So I've been trying to branch out and make a make a good girlfriend here in town. Um, not really having a whole lot of luck at at work or in any of my social circles. But um, I downloaded an app a while back um, called Vina, where it's it's basically like Tinder for girlfriends. 
Um, I met up up with a couple girls from there and and they were all nice, but I didn't really hit it off with any of them except for one. Um, Her name was Holly. Um, And me and Holly got along really well. I really liked her. She's a lot of fun to be around. Um, The only problem is that in the six months now that we've known each other, we've hung out maybe four times. She's ditched me maybe seven or eight times. Um, she, I, usually what happens is I'll suggest we hang out mm-hmm. and then, um, we, we make plans and then she ends up texting me, um, a few minutes before I'm about to head out of the house and saying that she can't do it. Oh. Um, and she never tries to make plans with me. Um, but I don't think it's the fact that she doesn't want to hang out with me because she's always really excited to see me. Um, I, I don't know. Is she in a relationship very too? Flaky. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she's also in a similar situation where she's, she's a transplant as well from um, the Midwest also. Does she have kids? No, she doesn't. How long have you guys um, been, how long have you been married? I've been married for um, almost two years um, and she's not married, but she's in a long-term relationship living with her boyfriend. Um, um, we're similar ages, similar situations. Does your husband understand that you're sort of like feeling like this is all kind of new? And does he have a, a social circle as well? Like, does he have a, like his workplace social circle? No, um, he's, and he's, he's really a homebody. Um, <laughs> um, I think he does understand. I think it, I think it makes him feel bad. I try not to bring it up too much to him. Um, because I think he, he feels bad that he doesn't have um, people that he can kind of hook me up with. Well, I I don't know. I have been in uh, – because I was always uh, like a one friend kind of person. I would I would get so attached to somebody and that I would feel um, like almost, almost like a relationship. But I've never had like – despite like my fucking actress ten- tendencies i've 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 been i just when i get to know somebody and i really like them i really really like them and um i i've so i've had like my childhood was spent with like series of girlfriends that would last like three intense years of of like nobody understands me like this person. And mm-hmm. so I, I think it sucks that you finally found someone that you connected with and um, for whatever reasons, her life is a little more chaotic and, and she's flaky and, um, and you're, I'm sure you're missing your, your friends and your family back home. And um, I, I don't, but I, I also don't know how to. Yeah, I haven't brought it up to her because I guess, I don't know, our, our friendship still feels a little bit too casual for that. I feel like right. I'm putting a lot of pressure on it. I think your gut with that is right. Yeah. I, I do think like, um, and I'm definitely guilty of being so like uh, just flaky as well. I say that with so much hesitancy, <laughs> but, but, um, but I wonder, I don't know, can you, would you like still want to, um, use the app or like join, like, 
clubs. I, I don't know I how to make friends. I don't either. I, but I, and yeah, I, that's I, my problem. I think the first thing I just want to say too is that um, everybody has a difficult time making friends. Like everybody, everybody. And every time I think somebody is like, I'm jealous of somebody for having this crazy tight knit circle of friends and how lucky they are that they have so many friends. I like actually get to talk to them and they're like, so-and-so hates me and so-and-so talks shit about me behind my back and so-and-so, you know, and it's it, 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 like everything in life, it's just never as good as it seems. And friendships are so, so hard to come by. True, true friendships are really hard to come by. So I just wanted to preface it by saying that we're the same age. So like, I, it's also like weird because you're in this place where you're, you know, either connected with the same people that you were friends with in high school or you're not or, um, right. or, and you know, you're living your own life and your independent life. But I think, I think with, um, Jenna, I think with Holly, there's one thing you said at the bottom of your sort of statement. You said, should I just ghost her? And I don't think you should. I mean, I think if it felt, if it felt just really, if it felt really bad to you, um, that she was kind of ghosting you at times, like, I don't think, I don't, I think it's, I, I, I think your instinct on not reaching out to her and being like, I'm hurt. Da, 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 Cause like you're saying, it's kind of casual is spot on, but I also don't think it's maybe necessary to ghost her. That's my instinct. Would it be crazy to say like, Hey, do you want to go get a glass of wine? I know you may be busy. And then if you guys do meet up to say like, I know like Anna Ferris told me <laughs> you're being a bitch and like get your shit together. <laughs> you said that, right? <laughs> but, but no, but, but like, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how delicate the relationship could like c- communication wise, but I, I don't know if you could say to her, there's like, totally a way to communicate it without it sounding like, like crazy like, person. Like, There's totally a way. Like I, I like I totally enjoy your company. I'm I'm lonely. I'm not sure how you're feeling about living here, but um, but like. I, I, I don't know. I, I find that there's strength and vulnerability. I do too. It's obviously about the way that you communicate it, but there's real strength and vulnerability and there's a huge chance she's feeling the same way. I don't know. But I also wonder, Jenna, too, if your husband could help a little bit as well. You know what I mean? Like, What do you mean by that? Well, in, just in terms of um, the feeling of, of loneliness um, and uh, like of you know being in a new place um in a relatively young marriage like like if they if you guys do you know things together my husband is definitely uh he's definitely my best friend um it's i mean i'm not i I guess i have a friend in him i just don't have a girlfriend um but um yeah i mean we're we're always for the most part together, um, doing stuff on the weekends, um, spending time together. And I'm, I'm really lucky to have, um, to really just be married to my best friend. Um, but you know, sometimes, sometimes it's just nice to go out for a drink with the girls. Oh my God. Of course. But hey, (laughs) listen, do, do your friends and family ever come visit? Um, no, and it's, I mean, my, my mom has visited since that's really it, but I I understand because I'm kind of, we're kind of at that age where, um, they kind of have their own stuff going on or they don't have the money to always come down. Um, so, um, I, I've been up there to visit a few times and it's always really nice um, when we get to kind of get together. And, um, the reason why I asked that question was because if you're, friends or family come down and you invite Holly out to, you know, meet up at the local bar or whatever, 
then she can sort of see, like, you know, incorporate her into your element as well of, like, this is... But, um, oh, fuck. When I first moved to Los Angeles, I was so fucking lonely. And I understand how hard it is to move to a new place and to just be like, where, where, what are the bearing? And, and also finding female friendships in this town anywhere, but in this town in particular is incredibly difficult. But I love that you're taking initiative and you're being um, bold and getting on that app and doing that like that to me. (laughs) No, honestly, I think you need to give yourself a little bit of credit because that to me is super scary. And you like in in order to like move forward, I think you need to at least just like recognize that that takes a lot of confidence. And that's really cool. Jenna, like I could not do that. Thank you. And hey, maybe dear listeners, anybody in the, I was just going to say that you you and I are thinking the same area. Yeah. Any Houston listeners? Yes. We, I'm sure we have tons of Houston listeners who would love to, you know, what are your interests? What do you like to do? Oh my goodness! I'll um, have the Houston listeners I mean, email me. You can anything. email me. That's such a dating <laughs> app kind of question. Well, I don't know. Like, what do you? I don't know. I know nothing about friend. I mean, you know, I don't girl, either. Girl, I friend relationships. If anybody asked me what I like to do, I'd be like, um, take a shower. Like, I literally. Okay, don't. what I mean is, like, you want someone to drink beer with wine? Like, what do you? I don't somebody know. Somebody fun and funny that like. Here's my criteria. Here's my friend criteria. Let's hear it. Okay. Um. I like people who are like 10% like really good person. Like I don't want to be friends with a shitty person, but at the same time you need to be somewhat of a judgmental bitch with me. You need to be called out. <laughs> Got it. If this would be so fun to find Jenna. Let's match her. Her bestie. <laughs> Let's we'll, and you then know what? we'll fly find out. Jenna, her bestie. <laughs> find okay. Jenna, her bestie. Can we can we actually make it official now? Make this like a full on contest? Totally. <laughs> you look yes. at Cass- oh my God. Cassie just got. All right. So here's Wait, but here's what you do. Can we yeah. fly out and go have yes. a glass of wine? Do you want to? Yes. Do you have the time? Yeah. We're going to fly out okay. to see you in, in Houston, Houston. In Houston. And so what you can do is go to unqualified.com <laughs> slash contact. In the subject line, put in Houston friend or whatever you want. So I know it's from it's for that. And then we're and then you know what? We'll get you back on the show, uh, Jenna. And then you can decide. Maybe we'll and have like we're a all gonna dating get game matching type. You can interview these people publicly. Yeah, no, we'll interview them on the show together. <laughs> yeah. It'd be so fucking rad. Yeah, we'll call them and we'll have like some kind hey, of and then, yeah. Bestie date. Bestie <laughs> date. <laughs> I love this. This may Best work. It's called the Houston Helpline. The Houston. Let's Date. brainstorm, guys. The Houston, Houston homies. The Houston. Okay. Houston oh, homies. Oh, don't do that. Perfect. <laughs> because then I'll have that forever. <laughs> Houston helpers. Any other alliterations? Not. Nope. Okay, back to you, Jenna. <laughs> this will be a project. We're doing it, Jenna. You're no longer alone. You have us. We are going to find your best friend for life. Oh, you guys are sweet. <laughs> Oh my God, we're such fucking ding dongs. I know. I feel like all right. Well, Jenna, we'll be in touch for sure. Now that you know, yeah, that- and and thank you so much. And listen, like finding finding a great girlfriend is hard. Yeah, but thank I don't you know. All if, so much. But I don't want you to. Um, I I bet Holly is amazing, but I don't I don't want you to necessarily feel. Uh, 
you know, for you to be doing 80% of the work. But also some really quickly, I know where, where you were, but I, I found this from, at least for me in my life, I, I, I used to try to put everything on one friend, like they needed to be everything for me. And that's what a best friend was. And then I started to realize friends need to be, one friend can be someone that you can go and drink and have fun with. And then one friend can be someone that is the person that you go to for dating relationship advice. And then one, like, it's really like everything in life with friends, with family, with Absolutely. a partner, it's just too much pressure to put everything on that person. So with Holly, maybe it's like, you know that she is really fun to be around, but that she's not as reli- reliable. And that's okay as long as you know, so you won't be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, which you do. That's a really good point. It's That's so true. That's so true. But we adore you, Jenna. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Jenna. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so fun. <laughs> I love so you, Jenna. Love you. Bye. 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 This is, that's going to be awesome. Let's let's see what the feedback is. You guys, with, then you we're going to have to go to Houston. I'm saying that I'm part of it now. I'm I'm now. You're part of it. You are totally part of it. (laughs) But Zoe, you're thing too. But you're completely right. We talk about this a lot, like how um, we put pressure on ourselves to have like a best friend, and you're right though about friends and lovers and partners serve different purposes, and that's an important thing to realize. That there's just certain people that you depend on for one thing. There's certain people that they just fill different, you know, uh, ideas in your life. Um, ideas in your life. Listen to me. What the <laughs> fuck am I? No, it's about? but it's really it's like hard for me to remind myself of it when I'm when I get hurt or frustrated by a friend that I knew that they weren't somebody that would be able to. You know, it's it's just hard yeah. to remind in the moment. Right. I have a very difficult time. Right. Remembering that a person can't be everything, obviously. Like, I certainly can't. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I love you. I love you. Before you, before you. you go, Flower, I saw it this morning. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> We're, like, talking about a movie. <laughs> Flower's great, and you are a phenomenal You're so phenomenal fucking actor. good. You Thanks. really are. Thank I you. Was telling, I was telling Sim earlier that you have, you really like, are. that... Um, and kind of how we opened up sort of the podcast a little bit, but you have that ability to, um, deliver a line with complete sincerity and sort of stillness of face. And I know that that might sound fucking wonky, (laughs) but that is completely captivating because sometimes people deliver a line with stillness of face, but there's like boredom behind their eyes and so therefore as an But for me, I have life because I'm thinking about what I'm eating for lunch. <laughs> Turkey. Oh, I was going to say corn Doritos. on the cob. <laughs> oh, You're crazy you. about that corn uh, on the cob. I and had some today. I really did. This is, we're just on the same thing. <laughs> um, but uh, but thank no, you. but thank you. And so much. And let's go to Houston. Let me just tell you right now, if anybody's confused, like at the beginning of the podcast, you're like, what's the big reveal? Like, the big reveal oh, was yeah. that we were going to Houston. <laughs> and I have been planning this whole thing this whole time. And you guys are not your mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Good night, everyone. Yeah, Good night. She's a-